I'm Kyle Mylan, and after 20 years in manufacturing, nobody knows more than me about industrial marketing and technical sales. Nothing was blocking me. I was the problem, the only one stopping me. I didn't like it, I had to refocus. Now I'm devoted, I know where I'm going. Controlling emotions, I'm owning the moment. In order to get it, see, you gotta want it. This type of You've got questions, and I'm here to answer them. I just graduated with an engineering technology degree. Do you think a counter sales associate position is a good place to start my career? I feel like any sales experience is good sales experience, but if you buy counter sales, you're talking about like at a Verizon wireless counter or AT&T counter or something like that, I would say you're probably better off going into an industrial manufacturing, whatever industry you're trying to get into and try and go as a engineer, project engineer, sales support engineer, something like that would be better because then you've got on-the-job experience within your industry. Now, if this counter sales position is within your industry, then yes, absolutely. I think that that is a good fit and a good place to start. But that's really what it comes down to. If you can get a job in the industry that you would like to go into, whether it's you're like, I want to get into plastics or metals or robotics or systems integration or SaaS or anything like that. If you can get experience in that industry, the potential future employer will look at it and be like, he doesn't have a ton or she doesn't have a ton of sales experience, but they've been in our industry for like three years as a project engineer. So they understand how everything works. So they get the technical side and then we just have to help and teach them the sales side, or maybe they teach it on their own by going to courses like technicalsalesu.com where TSU has over eight hours of video content that I shot and they get their certification that way. So I think it depends. I would focus more, less about the job and more about the industry and then try and find ideally a sales job in the industry that you want to work in. That's the best case scenario. Sales job in the industry you wanna work in. If you can't get a sales job, get a sales support job in that same industry. If you can't do either of those, then yes, sales experience in a related relative B2B don't go B2C unless the industry you want to go into is B2C. If you want to get into B2B, work at a B2B company and sell it that way. Or send your resume over and maybe we'll hire you to sell for us and you get both ends of the spectrum. Learn sales and learn marketing at the same time. Should my social media posts be more educational or emotional? Number one, it depends on what your what platform you're posting on and what your end goal is. So if you are trying to bring emotion out of the person because that's what you're selling and that's what you're trying to go after, then I think that you can do that. In the context of what my content's about in this channel, I'm assuming that you're in the industrial related field. I think ideally what you want to do is, I always look at it as, is it educational and entertaining? If you can hit both of those things at the same time with a post, with a video, whatever it is, that's the ideal scenario because you're going to educate somebody and you can also entertain them while you're doing it. It's not going to be a basic, simple, like boring thing. So if it's, if it's educational, people aren't going to listen to it, read it if it is boring. So you want to try and hit both of those things at the same time. And I would say, honestly, just test it out, like post Maybe for two weeks straight, just post educational stuff. And then for another two weeks straight, post stuff that's educational and entertaining. And then just look at the results. Look at how much engagement you're getting. Look how much comments and reach you're getting with that post. But I would say do an A-B test or do you know a test multiple ways of trying out different things. But the end goal should always be, all right, I want to educate these people while entertaining them. Now, entertaining is a subjective term, right? What I may think is entertaining you may not think is entertaining. I feel like these videos that we do and these lives that we do are educational and they're somewhat entertaining. Can we make them more entertaining? Yes, we can, which we're in the process of doing. It's got to hit one of those two things. Emotional, 
I don't know. I try not to play with the emotional side unless I'm trying to sell them something like a consumer product or something like that. Then you can tie emotions into it. People will say that everything in sales is based on emotion. People make emotion decisions when it comes to sales, but it depends on what you're selling. Like cars and things like that, they can pull out the emotion of somebody. Yes, emotions come into play. And on the B2B side in industrial and in tech, then it could be the emotion of I'm so frustrated dealing with this supplier. And then you come and you you pull on that emotional string and get them to trust you, which you have to have. Don't intentionally go into it being like, I want to target that person's emotion. I would say educate and entertain is the way to go. Are there any times of day I should make social media posts to perform better? In general, the times of day, like the platforms will tell you, whether it's Buffer, Hootsuite, or all the platforms where you can schedule social posts, like usually you could do them for free for like a, a trial basis. They'll tell you the times and the day. That's what we do through our platform. So in general, I would say if you're going after LinkedIn traffic, generally speaking, LinkedIn is good in the morning, in the early morning. So like 7 a.m., 8 a.m., around lunchtime, and then the evening time where people are getting off of work. Those are typically as a general blanket blanket statement, those are the most popular general times. But if you're using a social scheduling platform like Hootsuite, Buffer, things like that, then they'll tell you like 10.52 a.m. on a Thursday has proven that that's the number one time based on social engagement. And if you can't do 10.52, then you want to pick 11.45 or 1.53. They, they'll tell you those times. But I would say in general, a two-hour window around lunch is always good. But then again, you just have to test it out and see what works and then change it up from there. I have an initial verbal offer of $120,000 base and OTE of $160,000 with RSUs. Is this a good offer? I think that 120k base for a technical salesperson is very good, especially as a starting point. If you've got three to five years experience, you should be in that 120k range. If you're new to technical sales, then you would be looking at more like the 75 to maybe 95 range, regardless of the base. First of all, if you have a verbal offer, it's not an offer because that's just verbal. So it has to be in writing. So I would say, number one, get it in writing because you can't accept anything that's verbal. So yes, that's a good starting point. Even if you have five to 10 years of experience, a 120K base is a good starting point as long as the commission can reach the goal that you want. So if you're in technical sales and you're like, what's your ultimate goal with where you want to go to in your career? How much money do you want to make? And you're like, I just want to make 200 grand a year. Then you have to look at the commission structure with the base, regardless of all the other perks of benefits and 401k and all that other stuff. Just look at commission plus base. Does it get me, is there potential to get me to where I want to go? And if your goal is 200, then most likely they should have a decent commission plan to get you there at a 120k base. But if you're hungry and you're out for blood and looking to dominate the space, then you need to be able to look at it and say, hey, I want to make $400,000 a year as a technical salesperson, sales engineer, business development manager, business development rep, whatever the title is. I want to make $400,000 a year then a 120K base, 140, 160 is probably a good starting point. As long as your commission side, you can make two, $300,000, which that's not unheard of. Anybody listening to this or watching this understands that I have friends right now that make over three hundred fifty to $400,000 a year in manufacturing technical sales. So they're selling plastics, machine shops, robotics, things like that, or capital equipment. Capital equipment to where they're only making three quarters of a percent based on the revenue that they generate. But when they generate 40, 50, 80 million dollars a year in capital equipment, they make a significant commission. Their, their base salaries are around the 120 to 140. Then you've got the commission side that's there to 
entice you to do more. So at the end of the day, it all comes down to what are you trying to do? Hopefully, you're trying to crush it and make two, three, four hundred thousand dollars a year. But if you're like, hey man, I just want to make 160, 180,000, I would say number one, change your goal because 180,000 dollars a year does not get you much, especially when you're talking about raising a family, especially when you're talking about living in popular cities like Austin or other major areas that are seeing significant growth and the cost of living going up. Do not look at it because $180,000 today is going to be a lot different than in 10 years. In 10 years, that's not, definitely not going to get you anything because everything is getting more expensive. So I would say number one, increase your goal. If you're not looking to try and make two, $300,000 a year, at least that's not a relative goal of yours you're probably in the wrong profession because there are people out there that say, I want to make $300,000 a year, so I'm gonna go into sales and I'm gonna do whatever I have to do to get that. And the technical sales route is that for you, regardless of your industry, industrial manufacturing, SaaS, if you're a software sales engineer, you can make it with the right vehicle or company that can get you there. As long as you have the base salary covers your necessities with a little bit of room for growth, because it's not going to change much once you get hired. And then the commission has to be there to really carry you over the edge into hitting your goal. Wednesday's show is go to the events section of my profile and look at Wednesday's show. Wednesday's show is going to be how to build trust in sales, which is so important to do anything when it comes to sales, because you can't close deals without trust. And we're going to go through some tips for everybody, all you technical salespeople out there of exactly how to do it. And maybe we'll go into a little rant and maybe we'll answer some interesting questions on that. So it's Wednesday at noon central standard time. Go to my profile, click that you want to attend that to be notified. Go to the YouTube channel, subscribe, check out there are over 250 videos and the podcast and connect with me on LinkedIn and all of the other stuff. Are you ready, Lara? And we will see you on the next one. Well, that's it for this episode. If you got value out of it, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with one person you know. And if you can, leave me a review because it really helps me out. If you want to check out my other content, go over to YouTube. I've got a channel over there as well as find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook under my name, Kyle Mylan. I will see you on the next one.